0: sister that All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy, where we talk about being in the strike zone, where we talk about being mentally in the zone, and also different zones of training. And, you know, we do have several different types of segments. That would be rants, full-length interviews, mental minutes, deep dive educational uh, segments as well. But today's it's going to be kind of a combo of both it's going to be a rant slash deep dive uh, but do you have any questions topics or guests that you want on the podcast feel free to put that in it in the zone podcast 123 at gmail.com because it's the only way that the show grows right it's through word of mouth guys so spread the word throw it out there on your stories share it via text right share it out to someone that you know needs to hear this because I believe in value exchange. If you guys do that for me, I'll continue to give out value through these podcast episodes. But without further ado, um, we're going to get into the topic for today, which is uh, more of a study that I'm going to quote here, and I'm going to put it in the show notes. But also, just on the topic of flat ground versus mound um, training, right? And I recently made a comment on on someone's post, and I won't. Um, you know, name specifically, but, you know, I personally don't think that it was worth any of my athletes time to chase a flat ground velo and then transition them onto the mound. I would rather them focus on getting better at what they're going to be doing in the sport, right? Like unless they're playing on the field, if they're a two way guy. Sure. Yeah we do need to spend some time on the background. But if you're a pitcher and all of your throws are off of a mound just just maybe, right? Like ah, uh, just it just really bugs my mind like make keep the th- main thing the main thing. So we got into this conversation and He eventually sent me a study, which I'll, again, put down in the show notes. This was a study done in 2003, a kinetic and kinematic and kinetic biomechanical model for baseball pitching. And it's used on the examination to compare some flat ground and mound pitching. And, you know, if you guys click on this link, you won't be able to actually uh, find it through the public browser right but if you have some subscriptions to some of these publishings you'd be able to read some of the details which were very vague to be honest with you. Uh, usually you know you can see the level or the the amount of participants. I honestly couldn't even see how many participants they brought in um, which I thought was kind of interesting and again study done in 2003 so can't put much weight on that right but what they did find, was that the guys who were throwing on flat ground were throwing 34.9 meters per second, or in translation, 76 miles an hour. Or the guys who were on the mound, 34.9 meters per second, or also in translation, 78 miles per hour on the mound. And the pitches with the smallest difference in ball speed were the ones chosen for comparative analysis. And I'm literally, that's verbatim of what was said and written into the study, right? So even if you threw one at 80 and then you threw another one on flat ground at 72, but there's a a one throw in there where you had that was 73, they're going to compare the 72 flat ground with the 73 on the mound, which is wild to me. But anyways, and of course there is a correlation between velocity and stress as velocity goes up stress also goes up like it's pretty similar but what i couldn't really fathom here in the midst of this conversation is like things change when you get on the mound right your movements change your your overall uh, first move how everything organize this off of a slope is going to be different. The timing of how your arm flips up when your leg hits the ground, right? Those are all factors into how that person's going to move and problem solve, you know, quote unquote, problem solve to throw and get a guy out. Totally different than throwing on flat ground in front of a 10 foot net or in front of a net that's 10 foot in front of them. You know, but I I just, I still can't get behind this study or even using it as something to validate what you do for your training because these are below average pitchers. They're like low level or maybe even below average high school kids for just velocity standpoint. And I get it, like in 2003, there wasn't, Great studies there. They didn't have the Wake Forest Biomechanics Lab where they can go long toss and then just let it eat in there. Like, I understand, but it just really doesn't make sense to me to base something that you're doing in your training protocols off of something that happened 20 years ago. Sorry. I I mean, unless there's any other studies out there as far as comparing flat ground to mound stresses, and I would love to see some new ones. Please feel free to send those over, but it just irks me guys. It really does that there's, you know, coaches who I know they mean well and their heart's in it, but they might just be a little bit misinformed or putting studies like this on a pedestal that really have no reason to be. So... Again, check it out in the show notes. Check it out for yourself. But uh, I think this is it for for this little rant that I have. If you guys have any other additional comments or uh, know of anyone who might need to hear this, share it to them. Let's hear it. And stay in the zone.